This is the Nadiculous Podcast, and I am Renee Sagan. Hello, everybody. It's Renee with Nadiculous, and we are bringing the podcast back. Ta-da! Everybody else is rebooting fashion and rebooting shows and even remixing songs, so why not bring back the podcast, right? Um, I'm excited about bringing Nadiculous back for several reasons. One, I never thought we were fully done when um, Nadiculous's last season ended. Um, but also, I felt like the timing was right for it to end when it did. Um, to give a little bit of context, Nadiculous as a whole, the podcast started because I wanted to start dating again um, after just kind of being in a couple of bad things and um, wanted to bring on my friends to teach me about dating and like, what should I do? Should I get on Tinder? Should I get on blah, blah, blah? Uh, like to totally date it. Like, should I get on OkCupid? What should I do? And um, at the time, while I might not have shared it, it was maybe a really just horrible time in my life. Like it was just a lot of um, just a lot of just upheaval. There was a lot of change in relationship, both romantic, friendship, my church. Um, I like even like work was a little bit difficult. Um, and then, um, I had a couple of health things, financial things. I got in this crazy car accident. Um, and there was just a lot that was going on. And Nadiculous at the time was this escape from my life and this like 30 minutes a week that I was going to just be able to kind of work through my stuff. And, um, and I'm thankful for that time, but I have to say, I didn't think towards the end that it was going to be sustainable. I didn't feel like the content was necessarily what I wanted to be known for. It was a lot of, I'm not mad anymore. And I like, I forgive people, which is all fantastic and all great content, but not necessarily like it felt like heartbreak art, you know, because when you start something that's heartbroken, um, <clears throat> or from a heartbroken place, what ends up happening is everything is always kind of drawn from that place. And I didn't want to always be identified with this like horrible season of my life. I really am somebody that like, I think if you would have met me at that time and you would know me now, you'd be like, Oh, you're completely different than what I know you at. I think, um, and I feel just a little bit more freer, whole, um, healed, have a lot of rear view mirror. Thank God that happened that way. Revelations. And really that time of challenge really was good for my heart. It was really good to be like, yeah, there's a couple of times where you may be too loyal to things you shouldn't have been. And there were a couple of times that you acted like you were okay when you weren't. And, um, it helped me, Nadiculous helped me work on my voice to, to say like, oh, I don't like that, or this isn't going to work for me, or things like that, right? So towards the end, it just started feeling a little bit like disjointed. And so um, when everything happened and we had to pull the podcast from Apple, um, I was almost relieved because I was like, I don't, I don't know, how do you make the transition? How do you like, it's like on Fresh Prince when they change the amphibs. Like, how do you tell people like, Hey guys, I was sad before, but I'm good now. This is what, what I'm going to do. And so um, I took a couple years um, 
to really, it took a couple of years, really from that time. I think probably the time it was really bad was maybe 2017, like where it was really, really hard for me and which is like the height of when I was recording. And so, um, and since that time, I feel like I'm completely different. I have a different job. I live in a different place. Um, my hair is longer. It's actually all my hair not even bought all my hair and um and was just like ah, I'm not gonna bring it back it's fine um I own the name but it's fine I'm not gonna bring it back and then started another podcast called The Middle because I felt like okay well that um where Nadiculous at the time was this heartbreak space then I was like working through healing and there was this middle place where I wasn't like it wasn't yucky anymore. It was really starting to feel like I was kind of coming into my own a little bit, like my skeleton was getting a little bit stronger. And so, um, I did that, but again, it didn't feel right. Like I felt like it's always been what it's going to be now. And so thought about it before really saying like, okay, am I going to start doing this again? Can I really commit the time to it? And how am I going to do it? And so, um, really thought about it really, um, was like, okay, if I were to produce this, what would it look like? And what would I want it to be? And what would be like my legacy piece of art, right? Totally hella deep, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so um, for me, I think your legacy is what you're like, what you're kind of like etched in your DNA for. And what I think I'm pretty like known for in like every area of my life is the ability to evolve. And by that, I mean, like, I was never just going to be this, like, immigrant immigrant kid from the east side of San Jose, and that was going to be forever where what I was going to be. Like, I was never, ever going to always be um, the girl that worked at Great America. I was never going to always be the girl. Great America is a theme park, by the way, in Northern California that I used to work at. Um I was never going to be one of those people that's like Paul Blart mall, mall cop, you know, where you kind of get stuck somewhere. I've always had this desire to always want to be better, do better, um, learn better. And so I find I have found myself over the years in areas where I might not necessarily be traditionally trained or um, or necessarily somebody that you're like, oh, yeah, that'd be perfect for you. Um, like when I was, when I was in Bible college and I was preaching, like I, no one ever taught me how to do that. Um, when I became a recruiter and started recruiting, I never had an intention to become a recruiter. I worked in marketing, you know, and part of that was an admin. And then prior to that was a preacher, you know? And so one of the interesting like slots of my life or one of the interesting like kind of imprints of my life is the ability to evolve into the season that I need to be in. And I have had to ask myself, like, well, how did you do that? You know, and could you teach that? Like, and for me, it comes down to becoming a student of your life and not only like doing some self-study, like going to therapy, right. But also working with like people and asking people for help and saying like, I don't know how to do that. How do I do that? Like one of the things I really want to do this year is finally learn how to ride a bike. Well, I am going to enroll in classes at REI where they could teach me how to ride a bike. And um, kind of case in point, 
I just got an Instant Pot for, for Christmas. And the thing is, like, super complicated. Like, and maybe, like, if you've used your Instant Pot before and you kind of have used it a while, you totally feel comfortable with it. For me, on the other hand, it looks like doo -doo 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 -doo. it's all these like buttons and all these things, and I have no clue. There's no windows to it. I've never pressure cooked anything a day in my life. I have no clue how to use it, and so um, I've I have consulted YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest. I have. Um, People have sent me recipes and been like, okay, this is totally normal. Don't be worried about that. Like when you've never done something before, it's very daunting. Like it's very overwhelming. Same thing when I started commuting to San Francisco, which is where I work now. Like that whole commute used to feel super long because I had no clue where I was going. And um, which in general, I'm not very directionally savvy anyways. But like just feeling like it's harder when you don't know. And so I began to ask people, like, what exit do you take when you get off of here? And if it gets blo blocked out or blocked out, blocked up, where do I go? And so um, I feel like one of the tenets of my ability to succeed in life has been to have the humility to ask questions. And when I don't know something, not to give up and not to be frustrated, I'll be overwhelmed. I'll even be anxious. I will even want to quit up, quit, quit up or quit down or just quit in general or just die. Um, I'll want to do all of those things, but um, I just want to learn, you know? And so um, what I wanted to do with Nadiculous and bringing it back was ask some questions of people, like the people around me and say like, hey, teach me something. What can you teach me? And, um, or here's something I want to learn how to do. Um, can you teach me how to do it? And, um, and, and in hopes that the people that listen to want to learn. And so, um, this is your intro to the new, um, the new kind of program direction for Nadiculous, which is essentially, um, I'm going to have some people on, sometimes it'll just be me too, um, like researching answers to questions, like, how do you do this? Um, one of the podcasts that I just recorded today is with my friend Eric, and he. Um, it was really like sitting with him and saying, like, I have no clue how to maintain my car. I literally only go get any maintenance on my car when a light comes on. And so I'm really reactive and not proactive. I only get tires when a tire goes low. I don't necessarily know when to do that. I don't know when to change my windshield wipers. I don't know any of those things. And so my friend Eric has been working on cars his whole life. So um, I was like, let me just ask him some questions about how, how do you know this? And it was a completely like eye-opening conversation. Like, huh. Okay. And so now I feel more empowered not to get screwed over at the Pep Boys when I go over there. And now I feel like saying like, hey, is, is this true? Like, does this really cost $300? And so I feel like if we can empower each other with information, then we can be more powerful, right? Duh, empowered. Anyways, um, I, so that's essentially what I'm, what I want to do is really ask some questions. Like, um, I have a couple of guests slated, um, through the through um, through the next couple of weeks, one of them is um, is my friend that is like, how do you create a personal style? Like, what is it like? If I had to could only buy six things, what what would I buy? 
Um, another one is uh, I have a really good girlfriend that's really good at throwing parties. Like everything is a party and she's really good at parties. I am not. I am horrible at parties. Like I can make it happen, but I'm overthinking it the whole time and I get really caught up in is everybody having a good time. And she's really good at knowing who to invite, knowing how to set up a photo booth, knowing how to do those things. And, and then I also have a girlfriend that just opened her own business and like what has been involved with that? Like, how did you do that? And so I'm learning all of that um, and just really asking some questions and hopefully that they're questions that help you. Um, each guest will get asked like um, the, the same four questions every time um, uh, at the beginning, which is um, one, um, what is your McDonald's order? Two, um, if you had a soundtrack to your life, what are three songs that would be on that soundtrack? Um, there's, um, I'm not looking at my notes right now, but there's like four different questions. And what, what are you most proud of professionally and personally? And the final one is, um, in our time together, have you learned anything from me and what is it? And so, um, like, have you learned anything from me, Renee? And what is it? Like, what have I taught you? Cause I also want to make sure that I'm self-aware about what I'm teaching the world. Like I'm over here thinking like, Oh, people want to like ask questions and blah, blah, blah. And so hearing all of that and learning all of that. And so, um, I also think kind of the major lesson in rebooting Ridiculous is a lesson on resilience is that, um, being sure of your own personal voice and being sure of what you're called on this earth to do and not stopping because you hit a snag um, and not stopping because someone doesn't like it and not stopping because you're not getting all the reviews you want on, on iTunes. None of that, you know, but really staying true to yourself because that's been a major thing for me. I feel like, especially in this past year, that I'm really having to be like, confront and be in the face of is like Renee like stand up for yourself like and not stand up for yourself in a confrontational way but like stand up for yourself and know who you are and pursue that with all that you have and in that like all that you are is like generosity and kindness and love and all of that right but also pursue your identity and like, I think people get that caught up in like, oh, your identity should be in God, which I agree. But there's also aspects of your identity that are like imprinted on your DNA that are only yours and having to learn those things and, and own those things. And like, one of the things that I really want to do in just this late, this, this next half of my life is own my flaws. Like, okay, that's a flaw of mine. Like, but here are all my strengths and lean on the strengths and then and then um, store up your weaknesses, you know, meaning like I'm never going to be the person and I try really that's going to be on time. Like I get caught up in whatever and um, and I'm really bad at time management. Now I've gotten better. I set alarms for myself and I do things like that. But like if you if I'm meeting you at a party and the party starts at seven, I'll probably get there at 730, especially if I have to put makeup on and stuff. I will get caught up in the nuance of getting ready. And so um, it's just my friends even know that. And I, I've gotten better. I'm not like super ridiculous about it. But um, so I have learned to store up my weaknesses and be like, oh, that starts at seven. You're going to get there at six 30. 
you know? And so little things like that, like I can't change myself. What I can do is manage my weakness. And so in doing that, learning that with, um, within these conversations and, um, hoping that they help you as well. And I, one of the things I also want to be mindful of is not worrying about whether or not people like it or not. Like I want to be sure of what I'm creating and if that, if it's just for me, that's enough, but I believe that it could be for others. I believe that this is an amazing platform to be able to learn things that maybe you didn't, I didn't have a dad. So learning how to maintain my car, no one ever taught me that. And even people that did have dads, but maybe are mechanically inclined, like no one ever taught you that. So let's learn. Um, in this day and age, with this level of technology, with this level of being able to reach out to people and communicate with people via social media, via, there's no reason why anybody ever needs to be ignorant. You know, I want to bring on someone for budgeting and I want to bring on someone for like credit repair. Like there's things that I have not faced in my life because I am dumb about them and I don't want to be dumb. Like I almost want that to be the tagline. Don't be dumb, period. Don't be dumb, get educated. And so I, I'm sure that's probably not going to fly, but, but I, I, I need some retweaking. But um, but that's um, that's Nadiculous. That's what to expect in this next season of Nadiculous. Um, now available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and also there'll be some videos on YouTube under Nadiculous. Um, and so feel free to like, follow, subscribe, um, and also send in your questions about things you want to learn. Like, what would you like to learn? How can we help you? Like, is it meal prepping? Is it whatever? I'm learning all those things right now too. And so wanting to be able to learn those along with you and let's learn together. Let's not be dumb together. And, um, I'm excited and it's nice to be excited. I'm also, I'm, I'm recording this on. Um, on YouTube as well and I'm realizing that one set of my eyelashes is hella full and the other one isn't and I might need to get those done again anyway um, this is Nadiculous and I am your host Renee Sagan and I am excited to go along the journey with you talk to you guys later don't forget to like follow and subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes as well as follow us on YouTube you could also follow me specifically Renee at Renee Sagan on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. If you have any questions or want to learn something specific on the Nadiculous show, feel free to email nadiculous, N-A-E-D-I-C-U-L-O-U-S at gmail.com. And remember, you're too great and have too many resources available to you to ever be dumb a day in your life.